up, Andrew? If you were a candy man, what candy would you be? Oh, I mean, the easy answer is white chocolate. <laughs> that is the easy answer. <laughs> that is the easy answer. The fun answer is, I think I would be the, like, fruit Mentos. Specifically the fruit Mentos? Yeah, not the mint ones, because mint sucks. Hot yeah, take. you don't like mint. I don't like mint. It tastes like cold, and that's not a fun flavor. Uh, I live in the cold. And I don't I need to taste it. I need a shirt that says that. Mint. What? Mint. It tastes like cold. That's, that's true. That's not a good feeling. Describe the describe the flavor of mint without saying it tastes like cold. Refreshing. Um, that's not a that's not a flavor. Refreshing is cold's not a, not a flavor. That's the thing. <laughs> cold's excuse me. <laughs> that's the thing. So fruity Mentos. Fruity Mentos. What about you? Oh, chocolate. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. No, no, no. No, no. No, no, no. Um, Pull it back. Come on now. Ooh, what candy would I be? Um. Um. <laughs> I'd be a Sour Patch Kid. Just one? No, I'd be a reverse Sour Patch Kid. I'm sweet, and then you find out I'm a little sour in the middle. I bet they make them. If there's they make Cool be a... Ranch Doritos Lays, they make Inside Out uh, There's gotta be another candy that does that. Yes, or that. A, war, a Warhead? No, Warhead's sour. No, Warhead's... Then it's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Most things are sour and then sweet. I don't know anything that's sweet and then sour. Yeah, because no one wants to leave you off with sour. That's why no I one die does. alone. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome, welcome back. back. Uh, this is a movie discussion podcast that you have tuned into. Thank you so much. My name is Sam Bandigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. How are you doing this week, my friend? Um, I'm alright. It's been a fine week. A pretty normal week, all things considered. Yeah, how about how about yours? I did have to chase a dog around in my underwear in front of two what? strangers. That's true. What? Hold I, on. I was what? watching I was watching the dog, Indiana Jones. Yeah. And uh the Joneses new apartments is they have a backyard. So yeah. I just let him out and I could be in my underwear for that. Cause you know, I could just sure. let him out. There's a guy sitting, but he never looks at me. I could just run out quickly, pick up his poop and run back in. I could sure. do that. And that was the plan until on the other until. side of the fence, there was uh -huh. a dog. And Mr. Indiana Jones loves dogs. Okay. And I see him barking, and I'm like, Indy, stop, stop. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning. Stop. No one wants this. I see he wants to jump over the fence, and I've lived with this dog for a year. I was like, he's not making that jump. There's no way. There's, I don't even know why he's doing it. He's going to hit his head like a cartoon character. <laughs> he's going to squish into himself. 
Do it. I dare you, Indy. I dare you. And then Indiana Jones, the dog, said bet and cleared the fence. It was kind of impressive. It was it was the most impressive jump I've ever seen from a dog. And I was like, well, I guess this is how my morning starts. And then the woman sees me in my underwear run out and go, I'm sorry. And the way their apartment's built, yeah, they have like a back alley. And like you've been to Brooklyn, Sam. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that exists. It's kind of like an impossible window. It's like, I'm like, I, and she was like, do you want to grab your dog? And I'm like, I don't know how to get back there. I don't want to run out of this apartment building, run around the block, find out I can't go that way. I don't even know oh. how this works. And then she just picked him up and gave him to me. And I was like, thank you very much. So that's, that's... how my morning started. That's much funnier than anything I could possibly say. <laughs> uh, well, Candyman. how was your day? No. Nope. Or how Candyman. was your... No, what was your week like? I need to know. No, nope. Candyman. Uh, I can't top that. I can't top... I had to chase a dog in my underwear. Thumbs up or thumbs down on the week? That's... Thumbs middle. A lot of a lot of big L's, but also some dubs in there. Well, that's you know good. What I mean? That's good, of course. Yeah. Uh, 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 fuck Jason Kenny. That's what I'm gonna say. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This week was what did I? I feel like I watched a lot of stuff this week. Cause I did. <laughs> Cause. Because in reality, I did. I did watch a lot of stuff. Wrath of Man sucks. Oh, what? Uh, right, quick, quick mini review of Wrath of Man. I want to hear your thoughts. Wrath of Man sucks. It's so, it's so boring, and it's just like, we're men. This is what men do. I'm a man. Oh, look at me. I'm so big and strong. And then that's the movie. I, I saw that was your review on Letterboxd, but like, that's... Every other Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, but this one isn't fun. This has no fun Guy Ritchie in it, and I wanted you, fun you, Guy Ritchie. You want that fun uh, uh, Tarantino light, what they call him in the streets. I want that good Guy Ritchie fun bullshit, and that is not at all what I got. Mm. Uh, I got a really boring, oh, I'm big and strong movie. Jason it was not, he wasn't even good. Like, it was just bad. Elephant Man rips. Elephant uh, Man was great. Spoilers! Okay. Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake is... Don't... It's nothing. Uh, I don't even know what that is. It's a Karen Gillan movie. Oh, a Netflix movie? Netflix. Yeah. yeah. It's like John Wick, but it's her? Yeah, it's Mom Wick. Oh, okay. She's a mom? No. But yes, also. I was about to say, Amy Pond's a mom? Ugh. Ugh, yeah. I'm old. Um, Dune also sucked. Spoilers! Uh, but Candyman 1992 rips. And Candyman 2021, yes, okay. The titular... 
uh, podcast title. Sure, I'll I'll keep it. That's like not that. how that would work at all. <laughs> nah. Who's to say? An English teacher? 2021's Candyman. Nia DaCosta's Candyman. Candyman. We watched it, we saw it, and we also watched the original. Yes. Um, what are you And th- not the weird sequel to the original the other one. There's another yeah. one. There's a- I believe there's yeah. two others. Oh, I did. I thought there was just one other one, and we didn't watch those. <laughs> no, we didn't do the whole. We're not Candyman purists. Um, no. but what do you think of the myth Candyman from these two movies, and what did you think of the films as well? The myth of Candyman. I don't or know. Not the, even myth the myth is cool. Just like the the story, and just you know. No, I don't. What they That's were trying I'm... to say with both the nineteen. Just ask me what movie. I thought about the movies. Hey, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> What'd you think? You know what? I'll go first. Okay, <laughs> please. Um, so we watched it. Um, this was the first time for me watching either films. Um, I'll start with the first one, the nineties one. Ooh, wee, that was a great little movie. That was was a fun little movie. I was cooking during that movie, and I was afraid I wasn't paying attention enough. Then the middle happened, and I just couldn't stop watching. It was so great. It's It's a fun, um, um, what's the word? Not a horror movie. Thriller? A thriller. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was a nice thriller. There was very, uh... It's got that nice cheese that I love. It was so cheesy at some points. It was so great. It was like a Sam Raimi movie almost. Um, And I really liked it. I wish I'd seen it earlier in my life. I wish this was a part of my Halloween rotation. It's going to be now. Now it is because it's so good. Yeah. Um, But the new one... 2021's Candyman. I liked it fine. There was a moment towards the beginning of the movie where I was like, oh, I'm going to love this movie. And I did it. Not even a little bit. But I did like it. And there's a lot of uh, admiring parts of the movie. But I also just have issues. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I watched it the, the new one, then I watched the original, and I'm glad I did that order, because it only makes me like the new one even more. Opposed okay. to me seeing it the other way, where I'm like, ah, oh, man, did that... and the first Candyman's not even that good. Waste of my time. Yeah. Um, uh, Howard, how about you? So I watched the original, and then I watched the new one, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that I watched it that way, because... I found the new one is so obviously it's a sequel, but it's like so in conversation with what happened in that one. Mm -hmm. I think it really sets up a lot of stuff that it doesn't follow through on the new one. Um, So I thought it was fine. I think a lot of it didn't work for me, but a lot of it, I was like, at least this is like well done, you know? Despite sort of some other thoughts that I have about Nia DaCosta as we as we're going to move along here, 
there's some really good stuff in there, you know, like there's some really nice stuff. Um, but man, I, that for the 92 one is so good. It's so good. Tony Todd is amazing. <clears throat> oh, ten, no, that's awful. I'll that was bad. It. I'll work on yeah. it. Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, that 92 one is like so good. Problematic, yes, but good. What did uh, you find problematic in the 92? It's, I mean, it's a, it's a movie by a white man starring a white woman about black trauma, <clears throat> which is weird. Um, Can I and it's say- also just, it's also just very much like a white savior movie but and that kind of sucks you know what i love about it it's a white savior movie that goes horribly spoiler alert. yes it's a white savior yes. movie that goes absolutely terribly and that's what i kind of like it's kind yeah, of like no, I well, think f you lady in the first place it could have been way more racist yes but that doesn't mean that it's not racist i hear you yeah you know it's not egregious by any means. I wasn't like sitting there being offended by it's it. It's not Temple of Doom. It's not Temple of Doom. Uh, but it's. It, I think the rest of that movie and everything else that's going on in that movie holds up in a in a pretty major way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's it was kind of sad to see the new one not live up to it. Like I was like real excited. I was like, "Ooh, what's gonna happen? What are they gonna do? Is it is it?" Because I didn't know if it was gonna be a sequel or a reboot or like whatever mm-hmm. remake. And, you know, as it unfolds and it's like, oh, this is a sequel. But they're like still kind of exploring that like urban myth thing by like mistelling the original story and adding in these other stories, like all this stuff. I was like, oh, is this what we're going to do? And then that wasn't what we did. And I was kind of sad. Yeah. Not even me watching it in the reverse order, um, the backwards order, I should say. I even watching it that way, you can still tell with the uh, the new Candyman that it, they try to set up these so much. They want to talk about so much, and then so they just much. ignore it. It doesn't they ignore even, all of it. Yeah, it's whack. Weird, like the gentrification stuff, the artist stuff, mm. the the trauma stuff, the like so much. The fact that it is a sequel, and it's like you know. Oh man, just so much stuff is is so weird, and then it's just like, ah, uh, never mind. I was so excited. There was a point in the movie where I was like, "When did she get this movie? Is this her saying how afraid she is of being the first black female to direct a major Marvel movie? And now, what is she gonna do? How is she gonna handle it? What can she put in her blackness? Oh my God, is this what this movie's gonna be about? And it wasn't." And like shame on me for thinking that. But hey, there's not. It kind of tickled me with some some yeah, subtext at the beginning. There's there's enough in there that I that I also sort of had a moment of like, is this going to be about that? And then it's not about any of the stuff that I thought it was about. It's not even being about. A, it's not even about being a black artist or an artist or ju- it's just yeah that ending. Ugh, again, yeah. spoilers. But 
You want to talk about that cast? Do you want to talk yes. about the most attractive cast in cinema history? Oh, oh my, oh my, oh my God. <laughs> One of the best things that Nia DaCosta did in this movie. And she did a lot of really, really good stuff. Did she succeed throughout the whole film? No, but she did a lot of good stuff. And one of those, one of the things that she did very well was understand how goddamn hot Yaya Abdul-Mateen is. Because holy shit, that camera loves Yaya. Look and Yaya me. loves that camera. And oh, I was into it. He, he looks worse and worse throughout the movie. And he still looks better than me. I was like, how? Yeah, bruh. Oh. You, you got leprosy, and you still looking fresh. How? Yeah. Also, just real happy. I I don't have trip up tripophobia. I think it is. Mm. Just like with like those small dots. Yeah. The small holes gets people. Ooh. Got me. I was like, yeah, it's, yucky. Yeah, yucky. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, how to start? Uh. Um, we got, uh, Kyle Kaminsky, Kaminsky and Nathan Stewart Jarrett, um, as Nathan Stewart Jarrett was the brother uh, and mm. his boyfriend. I think they did a very good job. I don't think they needed to be in the movie, but they did a very good job. Yeah. It's one of those, right? They were good for what they they were great for what they were given and what they were supposed to do in the movie but should they have been in the movie in the first place probably not probably not but um yeah the what's the black guy what's his name nathan stewart jarrett nathan stewart jarrett did you ever watch misfits uh i did watch misfits yeah i loved him since then (laughs) Yeah, I, I I I was trying to place where I knew him from, and that is that is it. He was also in uh, Angels in America. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. He's also to see... in Doctor Who at some point. Yes, yes, he is. I'm glad to see more of him. That's. Yeah, I, yeah. I I've seen him around, you know, and I've and I quite enjoy him. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Uh, we got, we had a, the briefest moment of Tony Todd. I just want to talk about Tony oh, Todd. Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> Cause he's not in this movie and I wish he was in this movie so much more. Mm-hmm. Cause holy shit. He's so good. I Very loved his performance good. in the 92 one. I was like, holy shit. This dude is great. Taking inspiration from Freddy Krueger. And I forget the actor's name who plays Freddy Krueger. But not ripping it off, not being derivative of him. Yeah. Ooh wee, great. Ooh wee, yeah. And when truly, I say Freddy Krueger, I mean the first movie, not the ones where he's a cartoon. The one where he's actually scary. Sure. Uh, and then we got the fucking the main the main man Coleman Domingo. Yes. What my favorite character actor is working right now. He's so good. Yeah. He's so good. And got that he, nice and... jazzy voice. The, and the first two acts of this movie, he was fantastic. Oh! <laughs> you ever wanted to defend someone, and then you thought about it? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I don't blame him. I do not blame him. I don't blame him at all. But that is the issue. Um, yeah. But he's great. I love Coleman Domingo. Just, just fantastic. 
Yeah, that ending's whack. That ending. That ending. We're going to talk about that ending. Uh, He's fantastic. If you haven't seen it yet, he is fantastic in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yes, he is. He's fantastic. Just kill the game. He's also great in Zola. I still need to see Zola. Yeah. I want to see it so bad. It was playing here for like one weekend and I I hate couldn't go see it. And I was like, motherfucker. (laughs) Um, (coughs) Uh, Next up, we've got uh, the apparently up and coming fucking uh, Tayona Paris. Yes, who's going to be. Who's who's going to be in Captain Marvel 2. Yeah, the Marvels. Yes, we got a glimpse at her in WandaVision. Have you watched Va- she... WandaVision yet? No. Mm. Uh, and she's great <laughs> in dear. Uh, she's great in Dear White People as well. Yes, yes, she is. Um, Have you she... watched dear, all of Dear White People? The show. Yeah. No. Uh, you should. I have not it's... seen one frame of the show. The. F- it gets worse as it goes on, but it's still very fun. I've heard. That's all I've heard. Is that yeah, starts the first pretty season, good. The first season is great. Like, capital G, great. And then it kind of gets bad. And I, by the end, it's kind of bad. But the rest of it is so good, so it's worth it. I might be thinking of something else. Is the last season a musical? No. that's. I not might be thinking of something people. else. I thought it was. I have no idea what that would be. Riverdale? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, she's great. She's also, I feel like the first thing that made me like, point, like made me think of like, oh, you, you're someone to watch was WandaVision. Um, yeah. And yeah, seeing her in this, it's so good. The movie. Oh, she's, um, <clears throat> she's in. She she rock, yes. Uh, Shy rock. movie, mm-hmm. Shy rock. She's also in um. Uh, they came together. She's the black friend. <laughs> oh, have you? And Sam, she's seen... in uh, she's in Beale Street. Yes, she is. Remember Beale Street? They... What were you saying? Sorry. Beale... Do you remember Beale Street? Yes, I do. That's Beale Street's great. Oh, oh! I have not seen They Came Together. Oh, Sam, you gotta watch it. I I see Paul Rudd and and Amy Poehler and Bill Hader and Ellie Kemper and Kobe Smulders. Keep going. And the Jason, cast is and stacked. Jason Manzukis. Oh yeah. damn! R- Randall Park. Keep going. Ed Helms. Oh my god! <laughs> this cast is stacked. Max Greenfield. God damn. Great. Okay, I'll watch this movie. You like Wet Hot American Summer, yes? I love Wet Hot American Summer. It's the same guys. Oh, okay, great. I'm going to go watch that movie, like, tomorrow. <laughs> Sam just Maybe said that's tomorrow. all you have I'll, to say. I'm probably going to watch it on Tuesday, because I think that's the next time I have time to watch a movie. But I also have to watch Blue Velvet on Tuesday. There's Oof. a lot going on. I'm starting Lich soon. I'm going to try to start Eraserhead. There's so much that I was just like, I got to watch like two movies a week. Yeah. (laughs) Until November. Yeah. And Twin Peaks in there also. Yeah. It's a lot. I forgot about Twin Peaks. I was like, why is Sam starting so early? 
Oh God! There's all of Twin Peaks. I got <laughs> all the all movies Twin plus Twin Peaks. Oh no! Yeah. I gotta get started. <laughs> yeah. That's why I got. That's why I gotta get started now, buddy. I like did the math. Like I think I, I if I watch two movies a week until our scheduled day, I have like two extra weeks so that I can watch Twin Peaks. <laughs> really, just hope I'm into it. I'm banking. My entire life, and when I say my entire life, till I was like 15, I've been like, yeah. I know I'm going to love Twin Peaks. I'm hoping I get into yeah. it, because if I don't, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. That's also, that's also where I'm at. I watched like the first like two or three episodes, like when I was like 18, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is really good, and then I just stopped watching, and then... Uh, ever since then, I've been like, I gotta watch Twin Peaks. I gotta watch Twin Peaks. Oh, Twin Peaks: The Return. I gotta watch Twin Peaks. And then I just never did. Yeah. Now here we are, th- three movies deep. I got one more. I got Blue Velvet, and then I have to start Twin Peaks. So Woo. I'll let you know. Uh, and the the fucking the star of the show. Yes, of course. <laughs> Tiana Paris was great. Tiana Paris was great. Yaya Abdul-Mateen the second. Dr. Manhattan. Black Mamba. Black Mamba. A fantastic actor giving a mediocre performance. He's not good in this film. He's not great. He's not bad. I'll push. He's not bad. I'll push here. I think he did good. Not enough to debate, but I'll push. (laughs) Sure. Okay. (laughs) I don't think he's he he's fine. Like he does a pretty okay job. I think there are moments where he shines through, but like he's such a charismatic actor, and he really did not feel very charismatic in this movie, and it kind of sucked. <laughs> when towards the middle, it's him and Tiana Paris, yeah. and he's going crazy. He's like, "Oh, don't look at my art," and I th- and he's yeah. like, "I think Candyman's real," and she's like. I'll prove it to you. Look, Candyman. He says no, and he throws something and breaks the gla- <laughs> the mirror. Yeah, I thought it was the funniest thing on earth. <laughs> was, like, I thought the way he said no was great. <laughs> it was. It was like it was like a Family Guy sketch. He was like no. He took the most dramatic, worst way to do it. That was great. Um, I really liked him at the beginning of the movie yeah at the beginning he's great i really like that part where he's talking to the critic uh dang dang yeah dang dude Uh, (laughs) i really like that part when he's talking to the critic i thought that was fun uh sure and then that part where he broke the glass i was the only one in my theater to laugh too I was like, Probably because it's not a very funny moment. It's a <laughs> hilarious moment. No, that's wrong. It's a hilarious moment. You think he would just like pull her away, or you think he would like throw a drape over the the, the mirror? No, no. You saw him trying to embrace dra- it. You saw him trying to trying to cover up his paintings with that tarp. He is bad at covering things up. He has to break it. Also, <laughs> also, if, even if he pulls her away, she can just keep saying it at the mirror think about think about it dude uh, yeah um yeah i 
the thing that really bugged me about Yaya's performance in this mm-hmm. was that I know he can do better. It was like one of those of just like, ah, come on, man. Come I on, hear dude. that. That was sort of what was bugging me about it. It's not bad by any means. Yaya is a very capable actor. He's fantastic. I'm not like this has not deterred me from being a Yaya stand. Don't, don't get me. Don't get it twisted. You're not a hashtag big fan. No, I love I love this man, and I will defend him until I die. But unless he does some real bad shit. Uh, but I know he can do better than this because I've seen him do better than this. I saw him do better than this in the 20 minutes of uh, Trial of Chicago 7, which is a yeah. horrible film. But he's fucking great in that movie. Yeah, remember that movie? Yeah. No. <laughs> Man, and I love I Aaron remember. Sorkin. Dang, yeah. that movie just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Yaya's great in that movie, and he's in it for like 20 minutes. Um, I... Th- yeah, I mean, I want to defend Yaya. And, like, I think, again, he did... I don't know. It feels like he did everything he was told. <laughs> For sure. For sure he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Want to talk so, about these writers and director? Yes, please. This is where all the... all my This movie needed 100% less Jordan Peele. Yeah, I hear that. You know what's funny? I forgot yeah. where I heard this or read this, but um, someone was like, uh, yeah, ever since Get Out, we get these new horror movies. I like to call them the craft beer of horror. And I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you hit it perfectly, perfectly. Yeah. The craft beer of horror. Um, yeah. You have one good one. And a bunch of sh- okay ones. Because, like, horror, is, horror science fiction has always had, like, a, a social message. Like, since the yes. beginning of the genre. Um, yes. It's the point. But lately, genre. but lately there's been some that just haven't done it well. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, like, I hear ya. It did need less Jordan Peele. I thought, because way back in the beginning, at the in the before times, yeah. um, I remember seeing the trailer and remember watching it and being like, oh, this just looks like a fun soda popcorn movie. We all scream together and laugh after. after. It like looks like a fun sure. movie. And then I heard about what Candyman, the original Candyman, was, and I was like, "Oh, so it's not going to be that. It's gonna. It's not going to be that. We're going to talk about some things." Yeah. And then they did it, but they tried to. The beginning of this movie is so Jordan Peele. I hear what is so Jordan Peele, just the way it's. Setting it's not up. even. It's not even that Jordan Peele stuff that bugged me. It was like the comedy that they put in. Mm. I was like, "Why are?" Why are why do we have this like the scene where like they come and pick up her stuff at the apartment and like her brother comes in and is like, Anthony, I'm coming into your apartment. Yeah, you know this like weird like moment of like we know he's not there. This is like just just kind of a comedic bit that is unnecessary. Same with like 
the moments of, with the the um, like art dealer uh, who gets killed early yeah. on. Like I'm like, why are we being like this right now? Why do we have? Why are we like winking? And I see the thing. I wanted more of that. It okay. was the time. I believe. I agree with you. That's unbalanced. I feel like either make it's make one movie. Make do one or the other. Yeah, do one exactly. or the other. Yeah. I just wanted the other one. I wanted the more serious side of it, and you wanted the more goofy side of it. Mm-hmm. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, yeah. There were just odd comedic beats that would work. Like that point where uh, he's walking into the apartment. He's like, hey, we're here. Yeah. We want you to come out with your hands up. It would work in another movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or the same movie, you just cut it differently. You have a lot more fun. The scene with the girls in the bathroom is the best yeah. scene in the movie, and it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have a point. It is absolutely... I was like, why is this still in this movie? I was like so surprised. I was like, why is this scene here? Are you just padding time? Like, That's what's what going felt on? like. Like, it felt so weird. I was like, why do we... We don't need this. This is not... It also comes at such a weird spot in the movie. Like that feels, that scene feels like it should have taken place at the beginning of the movie. Like at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, imagine that's the opener. Oh my God, Sammy just cracked it. Imagine if that's how you open the movie. You just, have you ever heard of Candyman? Yeah. You set up the rules, you get it. Oh, yeah. You don't have to do narration. I like the narration, but you don't need to, you don't need the narration of like what's going on. You don't need the puppet stuff. You don't need the like flashback with uh, Coleman Domingo's character. Like you don't need any of that. You can start with here. It is. This is what Candyman da- does. He's back. And and with all the deaths in the movie, and and I hate to be this guy, but. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, in the original movie, yeah, like the deaths. I don't want to say they mattered, but they were. It felt like they were all leading to something. It was a uh, 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 yes, yeah. They were all. They were all sort of like moving the plot forward. Exactly. Like it was always yes. like, cool. We're doing this so that she like she gets accused of this crime okay we're gonna do this one so she gets sent to this hospital we're gonna do this one so she can escape and it's like it was sort of like was it always sort of the like ah we need to do something to move the plot along we're gonna kill someone like yeah that's what they did but it's a horror movie that's what we're here for that's what we're here for yeah i'm here to see Candyman kill somebody and and her getting blamed for it was just like so well done it was like this is great but in this movie, it really, I thought of you talking about Halloween. It really just felt like, hey, look at these people get murdered. All right, anyway. Yeah, the, it All really right, felt, anyway. <laughs> it really felt ex- like gruesome for no reason. I was like, what? since when is Candyman like a super ghost? You know? Yeah. In the original, he doesn't lift someone up into the air and, like, drag them across a window. Like, he just stabs a bitch. Like, that's all he does. Like, that's he stabs yeah. someone and then cuts them up and cuts them 
once. Also a very cool part of the movie. Um, but yeah, no. The shot, a- the shot when the critic gets killed is gorgeous. Yeah. But how she's being killed is dumb. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> um, and it really... Yeah. Let's talk about Nia DaCosta, because we haven't let's talked about her directing. Talk, um, let's talk about Nia DaCosta. Because with, with talking it out now, doing this, it feels like she wanted one movie. And I don't want to say just Jordan Peele. There are other... There was another writer on this. There's a whole other writer. Yeah, there... Uh, Wynn something? Wynn... Wynn Rosenfeld. Mm, I know uh, that Who name. This is... He produced Black Klansman. Mm. Uh, but this is the only movie that he's credited with writing. I'll see if he's done TV stuff. You talk about your thoughts. Um, with... Per, I, I don't want to just say Jordan Peele, but for the sake of this podcast, I'm just going to say Jordan Peele. But it feels yeah. like Jordan Peele... He is... Jordan Peele is the is the producer of this film. Like Monkey Paw yeah. Productions is at the start of this movie. He got the PGA in the producing yeah. credit. It feels like Nia DaCosta wanted one movie and Jordan Peele wanted another. And it kind of mashed into this weird movie that's still good. So hey, good for you guys. But it's still so there's just so many things that kind of contradict itself and it's kind of just boring like the ending is so it's so eye-rollingly bad when when he got shot by the cop i was like oh really oh okay yeah excuse me Uh, sorry no worries uh when rosenfeld uh his only other writing credit is he worked on the uh jordan peele's twilight zone series Mm, okay uh, but was a he's he hasn't done a whole lot. He's produced also the Twilight Zone uh, TV series. He's producing the last OG. I've um, heard that was very that good TV show. He's produced the uh, Hunters, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Also a TV show. He produced Black Klansman and like a couple other random things that I haven't heard of. But um, and he directed like some bits of a TV show in like two thousand five. Um, so yeah, he hasn't done a whole lot. This is his first movie writing credit. He is a writer. He is the president of Monkey Paw. Ah, okay. Well, good for him. And is an executive producer of Lovecraft County Country. Have you seen Lovecraft? No, it's I. It's like next on my list of things to watch. Oh, the weather's changing. I can feel it. Um, (laughs) Nia DaCosta definitely wanted a movie that is not this movie. I don't know if she wanted the more goofy part or the more serious part, but she wanted one of them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, like, there's great moments. That part where the critic does get killed, that's very creative. That's very fun. It's a great shot. I was like, this is some of the some of the like way that she her visual storytelling in this movie was like nutsy good. Like it was so it was so good. And also that scene in the bathroom, the way it plays with tension, and it's also funny, and it's also we all know what's gonna happen except these 
four or five girls. Yeah. And the way it keeps building on itself is really fun. Yeah. Um, but it just... I want to know who kept this from being a great movie. That's what I want to know. <laughs> it's it's such an interesting little thing. Like for her, for it being her second movie, mm-hmm. like she did Little Woods, this, and now and now she's doing the Captain Marvel sequel. Yeah, that's a problem in Hollywood. <laughs> that is a pro. The, this is sort of the thing that I that I want to talk about is like just so many of these new directors do a movie that's great. And then everyone's just like, Oh, they're going to be the next, they're going to be the next big, they're going to be the next biggest director ever. Oh my God. And it's like, they've done one movie. They've done one. They did one. Let them figure it out. Come on. Like just, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if giving I don't know if giving Nia DaCosta, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars to do the Marvels is really going to help her all that much. Other than get that fucking money, girl, like do it, my, get that check. My thing Take is, it. earn is, it, love it, but come on. I, I would love to see the third or even the second Nia DaCosta movie that to cost a hundred million dollars. Just not let her be her. So we don't run into this problem. This movie yeah. wanted to be so many things. And you have to think about the original. And you also have to keep up with the current trends of Hollywood. And you also... Like, but if you allow these filmmakers to make one cool movie that is themselves, for better or for worse, I feel like I would much prefer that than just, hey, here's a Marvel movie. Here, here yeah. you go. Don't worry, you just have to feel like these other 28 movies. But you can have, like, a few scenes that are your own. Have you seen Guardians? Yeah, like James Gunn. That, that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, do I that. Roll. <laughs> it's, I, ugh. it's, mm, I hate it. Remember Mark Webb? <laughs> the, the, the real victim of all of this. <laughs> yeah. Did 500 uh, Days of Summer? Could have been like this then, the next Noah Bomb back, but now nothing. Now nothing. Yeah. And yeah, it's it is just kind of scary. Like it is who was the um David Lowry. We were talking about David Lowry. Yeah. And like his fears, how scared he is of something in the Green Knight. Like, you know, I don't I don't know. It's like, so it's just such a strange mm. like world of a director makes a, one movie that like you know wins the whatever at Sundance and then it's like okay cool here's a Marvel movie and it's like fucking what is that just the next step now is that just what everyone does yeah no fifty billion dollar movie no the game no Unbreakable no yeah oh uh, I don't know <laughs> David Fincher and Shyamalan that's the extent of my film knowledge. Yeah. And and Candyman does not feel like that for, for Nia DaCosta. It does not whatsoever. I haven't seen Little Woods. I I've I really want to watch it. Yeah, especially yeah, especially before the Marvels. Yeah. Um But I mean to to look at someone probably yeah, her contemporary, 
Mr. Ryan Googler, which is almost the same. We have Fruitville Station, and then we got Creed, and now it's Black Black Panther. And... I don't know. There was just maybe a free... There, I don't know. There was just something in this movie, in Candyman, that it felt like she just wasn't allowed to do. Or or maybe she was allowed. That's why I don't like about it. I haven't seen Little Woods. I don't know. I mean, I... Like... I think it's tough. Like, it's, it's tough to tell. Yeah, we haven't seen Little Woods, so we can't see that. But, like... It really does feel like there was another... There was too many cooks in the kitchen. Like, it just feels like there was... And I don't know if it was Jordan Peele or if it was someone else just Mm. being like, hey, what if, you know, what if instead of whatever ending you originally had, we could do this, like, I, you know, test audiences didn't really get it. Didn't really get what you were doing. Can you just reshoot the last third of your movie? Is that is that what happened, or is that what? You... No, I don't. No, that's just my. That's just my theory. Oh, that's okay. just what it feels like. That's not even my theory. That's just what it feels like happened. It does, right? That... Like it. It kind of feels like the first two acts set up a lot of really really interesting stuff that the third act doesn't deliver on, and so to me, it sort of feels like they did the movie, they showed it to test audiences, and they were like, "We don't really get the ending." And so Nia Costa had to be like, well, I guess we're going to go fix the ending of the movie. Ugh. It feels, that ending feels so tacked on and so Yeah, thoughtless. and it keeps going too. Like it, it just, does. like it kept going on. I was like, wait, because when he got shot, I was like, fucking, yeah, okay. Uh, how and I was easy. like, that's going to be the end, how right? Like easy. that's the end. Oh, yeah. The easiest the easiest ending, but that's the ending, right? And then no, okay, the cops gotta sh- the cops gotta arrest her and get her into the car and you know threaten her and all this stuff. Then she's got to do this whole can I look at myself in the mirror and call Candyman? The Candyman comes and kills a bunch of cops and then turns into bees and then turns into Tony Todd. And I was like, what just happened? And then it ends. And then it ends. And also, I was like, fucking what? What about her father? I was expecting some big pay, some payoff. Yeah, what was that? What, like, I was, I, I, if you wanted to keep doing this, like, each Candyman is a different, also, here's just a weird logic thing that really bugged me. Because in the 1992 Candyman, that takes place in 1992. Mm -hmm. The Candyman in that one is Tony Todd, who is the original Candyman, like, in the history of that world, is the first first Candyman from like yes. 1800s and that's in 1992 but then this Candyman which takes place after like obviously in 2021 instead of having a Candyman from between 1992 and 2021 they have a Candyman from 1977 as the as the bad guy and it just kind of breaks the logic of like which Candyman is is the Candyman. You know what I mean? It's a small thing, but I, it was there and it bugged me. I forget. I was telling, I was saying how much I loved him. My favorite character actor. What's it? What's the actor's name? Coleman Domingo. Coleman Domingo. 
maybe because it was his story, just to keep consistent. I that's the that's the actual reason why. Yeah, why. I know. I know the actual reason is probably Tony Todd is old and didn't really want to do it. But like, <laughs> <laughs> said, you got my face. What they could just CGI on my face? Sure, have my likeness. That's sure, do it. that. Yeah, that's all. I'm not gonna go to set. No, I got stung by so many bees the first time. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Uh, Those were real bees. Remember when movies were movies? Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) Did you know a fun fact about the first one? Uh, uh, With all those bees in in that ending, uh, Tony Todd worked out a deal that he got $1,000 per bee sting, and he got paid an extra like $100,000 for that movie. King! (laughs) Because he got a bunch of bee stings. (laughs) Yeah. Um Anyway, uh, yeah, anyway, this new one, yeah, the ending is so weird. And I'm like, when it finally gets to a point where I'm like, ooh, this can't, this is an interesting Candyman. And then it ends. Yeah. It either, it ends either five minutes too late or 20 minutes too early. And it's one of those, and I don't know which. It's so weird. This movie is so weird. The ending really was like, what the fuck was happening? I kind of just make me sad. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of felt like I kind of felt like something was missing. Like we missed. It does, yeah. Like you almost thirty minutes in the theater. Yeah, like like, (laughs) what happened? Like when we were when we were watching that bathroom scene with the girls in high school. What was going on other places? Like, I need to know that information because that seemed like the point where I was like, what's happening? Did I miss something? Did I fall asleep? What's going on? Also, Black truly doesn't crack. His mother, Yaya's mother in the movie, who's the same Who? actress. The same actress. Oh, I w- she opened the door. He said, Bob. And I was like, Bob. Yeah, right? I was like, that's. She's your age, Yaya. What are you talking about? If anything, you should say Mom. daughter. That I would yeah, believe like that was, for. <laughs> yeah, it was that was wild. But it's the also, same I, actress. Like the time the almost actress. works out. I don't know how yeah. old Yaya is, but like the time almost works out. It's crazy. I think it works out pretty Good for well. Her. Do you know the actress's yeah. name? Uh, it is Vanessa Williams. It's Vanessa Williams. Ugh. Yeah. She's in a bunch of stuff from that like '90s era, um, but yeah, she was really good in the original Candyman, and she was really good in this too. Uh, but Vanessa Williams, it says, was born 1963, so would have been yeah about 30 in the first Candyman. So she's like 60. Oh, that's wild. Black don't crack. And yeah, the timing almost works out. Yaya was born in 86. So he's only like four year, four-ish, not even years older than the baby would have been in that first one. Dang. Wild. I'm so Wild. happy. I'm so happy that I'll look like this. And all my friends, you, you'll look, you'll be 60 and I'll just be like, <laughs> or I'll be dead. Who knows? Um, yeah, who knows? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. What a no. weird, what a weird, weird movie. Original slaps, right? 
original rips though i'm gonna watch that movie again like it's for so sure if, i hope they're playing a screening somewhere of uh, during this halloween season that would be very smart of them to do i really wanted to like this movie and then I, I did heard, too i heard that this movie someone said the worst worst thing uh about Candyman 2021 what someone it? said it, it was fine Oh. And I was like, oh, no. I can no. handle bad. I can handle awful. Fine. Have you... And it was just fine. Have you seen all of the very interesting conversation about movie criticism that has sprung up because of the scathing review that Candyman got? I think no. in Variety? No. Maybe IndieWire? Either it was like IndieWire or Variety or something like that the the writer wrote like a scathing review of Candyman. Of was this it racist? One. No, it wasn't. It was okay. it was by it was a it was by a black woman just being like, hey, this like ep- like so awful is so horribly failing at everything that's trying to do. Um, and it, it sprung up a a lot of conversation about just criticism of movies <laughs> in general. Um, because people were very upset about it, blah, blah, blah. You know, the internet is the internet. They're going to do whatever. Um, but I think it's, I just think it's such an interesting movie to, to for this conversation to have sprung up out of. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it does sort of feel like at the beginning it wants to talk about art in a, in a very different way, especially art about black trauma. Mm-hmm. And generational trauma and like all this different stuff, which is like, this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about criticism. We're going to talk about all this stuff. Like, you know, the weird line with the critic where she's like, well, you are the like original perpetrators of that, of gentrification. He's like, excuse me. She's like artists. It's like, is this what we're talking about? What's happening? That's such a fun conversation to have. Right. And then it's gone. And then fairy dust. It's gone. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've seen some people talk about uh Shang-Chi and how they're like yeah. it's 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 a failure, especially after Black Panther. That's whack. But Whoa. I've seen those. That's insanely whack. Holy shit. Uh, I didn't see any of that. But yeah, for this one, yeah. From what, from your telling of it, yeah, I agree with her. Um, yeah, it's a. Ve- it was a. Ve- I read it before I saw the movie, and it was a very interesting review. Um, I recommend. I I'll try and find it. I don't. I I can't remember. I'll might have to look through some weird history of links that I've clicked on yeah. in the past like three weeks. <laughs> um, it's like one of those. I can't yeah. remember. Uh, but it was it was very it was very interesting. Might have, I'm gonna check for. I feel like it's variety, but I don't know. Um. Yeah, I I, I recommend trying to find it. If I find it before I put out this episode, I'll insert where I found it right here. <laughs> the review is from Vulture. It is uh, Candyman is a soulless didactic reimagining by Angelica Jade Bastian. Uh, if not, then that was uh, just a weird pause. Um, 
Yeah, it. I don't know. What a weird movie. What a weird movie. Have Do you have seen, any other thoughts? Have you seen Shang-Chi? No. Me and uh, my friend Griffin and my roommate Aaron were going to go see it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there were, like, no tickets. Uh, it was, like, almost sold out or sold out uh, at all the showings that we wanted to go see. So did not go see it. Will probably see it. Uh, I'm might see it when I'm in BC next week, but that's it. I do want to see it because Simu Liu is uh, Canadian. Yeah. Also, just want to support, you know, the first major Asian superhero thing is rad. Yeah. I wish I didn't have to support Disney by also doing that, but you know. Yeah. If I could, if I could e-transfer Simu. Like fifteen bucks. <laughs> um, if I can be like, "Hey, from from your boy Sam." From your boy Sam. Yeah. From, your, from CA Sam. Yeah. Uh, did you see it? I did. Thoughts? It's like painfully average. Okay. <clears throat> Which hey, what? That's all. Almost all the Marvel movies. But, yeah, that's every Marvel movie. I don't know. That's I, all I'm expecting, too. All I'm expecting is, hey, here's a Marvel movie. It does that thing that I hate with Marvel movies, where you're watching it, kind of like this movie, too, where you're watching it, the first two halves, and you're like, okay, all right, this is how we do it. Then the third act's just awful. Yeah. That is also a Marvel movie. Third act's just And just, yeah. They say the whole world's ending, honey. It already did. Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can follow us all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. Uh, that's a great way to support the show. If you want to financially support the show, we have Patreon. You can join Lennox Studios in producing the show uh, on patreon.com slash welcomebackpod. Yacht! 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 For as little as five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode every single month straight to your ear holes. Uh, and uh, I would have said pockets, but hey, I like ear holes. Nope straight into your ear holes uh yeah that's a great way to support the show if you don't have the money or don't want to give us money or whatever we totally get that pandemic extremely real uh for a lot of people including myself uh so i get it i totally get it uh thanks so much for listening follow us subscribe on all the different places like the track review the track review the podcast like whatever it is on all the different things please do it It's a fantastic way to support ya boys with an eye. And also, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Don't look in a mirror and say Candyman five times, but look in a mirror and say Welcome Back Pod five times. And guess what? On Monday, you'll get a new podcast. I can guarantee you that. Guarantee it. (laughs) Um... 
next week except for next week <laughs> next up for next week uh, next week i am taking a i'm taking the week off i'm i'm going to be in british columbia visiting my mom and my grandma for the first time in like 2 years uh, i'm very excited shout outs to them uh andrew said he might do an episode but, but probably not but thinking about you stand up comedy there's a lot of saturday sorry saturday sunday mics i would love to go to and because of podcast yeah. i can't yeah. So, hey, so, your boy's trying to build a career. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. I think you should go do the mics. Also, just a weird... Remember that time that you were ha- haunted by the ice cream man? Yes! Yeah. He's right behind you. 